Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. I should like to race. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! The Larson family has been farming hay in Idaho for generations with a mission to always provide high-quality hay products at a fair and reasonable price. Larson Hay loves to meet new customers while always honoring the ones they already have. Find Larson Hay on the web at larsonhay.com, like them on Facebook, and definitely visit one of their locations. Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa, and our television broadcast sponsor. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Thank you for joining us on the Horse Talk Show this week, presented by Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our television broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton. We've got a great show lineup for you this week. Uh, after the first segment, which is usually some news and event notifications, we have Dr. Kayot joining us from Peterson and Smith to talk about those pesky eyes that stick so far out of a horse's head. And uh, unfortunately, in the summertime, we see a lot of eye issues with flies. And uh, I know most of you probably got your fly masks on your horses at this time of year and uh, runniness and, and itchiness and all sorts of other problems. So Dr. Kayot's going to speak to that particular topic coming up. And then after that, we're going to have a absolutely wonderful lady who is a dear friend. I had an opportunity to go riding with her recently, which was lovely. And that is Letitia Glenn. And she is going to chat to us about how you can make sure that your horse moves the way nature actually intended. And you'd probably be surprised at how many people there are out there who don't realize that their horses aren't really very comfortable at all and she has the solution and I know most, most people think oh no that means I have to buy a new saddle but not necessarily although you can if you'd like a really nice one so lots of options and she's going to kind of share her story um, with us and how it all began and how this passion um, that she truly has for the comfort of the horse for complete and, and proper and the best performance uh, out of your horse. So I think it's a great topic and we'll enjoy chatting to her. I'm going to start off with a little bit of um, news and events that are going on. We have on October 22nd the Hobby Horse Equestrian Games presented by Everglades Equipment, your local John Deere dealer down there in Leesburg. Um, thank our supporting sponsors who are helping to make this happen at the Florida Horse Park from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. We're going to learn from top equestrians, uh, different sports in the horse world. If you've ever been to a horse event and been a bit intimidated because you don't exactly know what's going on and what the rules are and how to compete, we're going to have barrel racing, show jumping, eventing, reining, horse racing and a polo match. And all of those will be taught by top equestrians in each one of those sports. And then you'll be able to compete from your very own hobby horse. You can bring a hobby horse from home, you can use one of ours, and there'll be a couple of um, vendor booths where you can actually make a hobby horse of your own. We're also going to have a vendor village, food trucks, 
an all-breed real horse parade, so not stick horses, although you can take your stick horse in the parade if you'd like. Um, and that's free admission for all ages. Um, there'll be lots of fun things to do as well for all ages and a great event overall from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and that is October 22nd at the Florida Horse Park. So a lot of fun, a great way to learn all about the different breeds that we have in the Marion County area, over 60 to be exact, and also to try competing in the different sports from the safety of a stick horse. So you don't have to worry about falling off a horse yourself or anything. Uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun and um, we'll definitely have some top equestrians there for you to meet and learn from as well as a pony corral area where you can um, really enjoy meeting different breeds and we'll have a few demos as well with some top horse people. And we've actually got a cute little video we can show you here I think. Um, when we were at the Florida Horse Park uh, we got a chance to play a little bit of polo with the Ocala Polo Club on our stick ponies. If we have that video it would be great if we could show it. I'll pop it up here for you. This Florida. is um, the CEP team uh, learning polo on stick horses from the Ocala Polo Club and um, kind of the end of the day after the parade we're going to have a, uh, a polo match so you get a chance to do this too and um, it's quite a lot of fun. Uh, it's quite a, a neat thing to do on stick horses uh, when you find out there's certain lines that you're not supposed to cross and I think we did when we were learning but anyway <laughs> we're a little green what can I say um, but great fun times so thanks to the Ocala Polo Club there at the Florida Horse Park for giving us a chance you can contact me Louisa at ocalacep.com if you'd like to be a vendor or if you'd like to participate in the event um, Heart of Florida Youth Ranch, one of our local 501c3s. Um, we've been mentioning a horse a week and um, we have Stopper here for you. What a beauty. I think it's got a little happy birthday crown on. Might be someone's birthday this week. Uh, a gelding, 19 years old, very amicable, loving and caring. You can reach out to Brenda at the Heart of Florida Youth Ranch if you'd like to foster one of the horses in this program. 352-425-0709 and that is Brenda who runs the equestrian program. This is a program where uh, up to 38 children can stay on premises. Um, these are foster children from a number of different situations whether that be trafficking situations, drugs, abuse um, and I believe there's 29 living on property right now with the horses. There's eight horses in the program and these kids get up in the morning and learn farm chores and farm maintenance and feeding and grooming. And then they go to school and when they come home at night, um, they feed again. They're learning basic horsemanship skills, taking riding lessons. And um, the horses are not just um, a great outlet for them for a number of reasons and a lot of uh, outdoors and exercise, but also um, emotional um, support for these kids. So uh, you can actually foster one of these horses for only $95 a month and um, as I said there's eight I think there's five left that need to be sponsored including Stopper and this is a great way for you to support a wonderful 501c3 program and help these kids to keep the horses and um, as you know the horse talk show fostered Buddy the Tennessee Walker so we'd love to see uh, the rest of these horses all get fostered and we can help out this program that uh, would be phenomenal so if you can do your part 
that would be great. Um, a couple of other things coming up. We have got Ride for the Cure, which is the 2022 Alzheimer's fundraiser. That's October 7th, 8th and 9th. Uh, the Shangri-La Trailhead, which is a beautiful trail. This is a camp out and poker ride and a lot of fun. Another great benefit. They have um, this annual fundraiser and they always do this um, at a trail and uh, a lot of fun. Great time if you like a poker ride and if you like to go camping, this is a great way that you can uh, help them to raise funds for Alzheimer's. So you can actually check them out online and you can find the event on Facebook as well. And then um, another near and dear organization um, for us is Stirrups and Strides Therapeutic Riding. Uh, they do an annual event as well. And this year it is the Urban Cowboy Night and they are going to do that on December the 3rd and that is going to be at the Stirrups and Strides facility in Citra on Highway 318. Um, there are all kinds of fun activities that night. Um, their events are always phenomenal. They'll do this under the covered arena and um, the event itself is from 5 to 9 and there's going to be some country dancing and there is an early bird uh, 4 p.m. and you can sponsor a table and sponsor this event. And they're also going to have a Dolly Parton look-alike, diva-like Dolly. If you would like to, you can pay $20 to enter. And if you have a little tiny waist, <laughs> you might do well as Diva the Dolly. This is for the Urban Cowboy Night. And as I said, you can do uh, $20 and you can compete in the Dolly Parton Lookalike Contest at 6.30. And um, I'm one of the judges, so that could be fun. <laughs> Good times. Uh, we are going to wrap up this segment and we are going to switch up to Dr. Kayot from Peterson and Smith and talk about horses' eyes. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show.
This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to FeedDAC.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. With over 70 years of collective experience in the horse industry, LiftChip was built with integrity by horsemen for horsemen. Introducing the ChipLink system, powered by LiftChip, where a 15-digit unique ID becomes a key to unlock not only identity, but also health paperwork, owner information, and even photos of each horse. So simple, even a child can do it. The future is here. The future is LiftChip. Enhance your horse's performance, fitness, strength, and rehabilitation with state-of-the-art equipment. ETI treadmills offer the finest European engineering, the highest quality filtration, and no chemicals are required. Follow Equine Therapy International on social media or at equinetherapyint.com. Equine Therapy International provides technologically advanced therapy for horses worldwide. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television here at Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care, chatting to our regular weekly vet in person. I have Dr. Adam Kayot here, and we're going to talk a little bit about horses' eyes. Ugh. First of all, Dr. Kayot, they stick out. Yeah, they stick <laughs> out. That's right. Uh, thus, they're prone to injury. Yes. Uh, when, I, when I got into this profession, I never thought in a million years I'd see as many eye problems as I have. Um, I was lucky, I guess, with my horses. I don't ever recall there being an eye problem. I don't ever recall having a corneal ulcer or anything like that. Um, so, but I was lucky, obviously. Um, I see probably an eye issue at least once a week, at least. And it can be as minor as just some conjunctivitis or some irritation, especially down here in Florida with the sand. They get down, they roll in the sand, and they get, you know, their, 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 the eyelids and the area around their eye gets, gets inflamed and, and upset from that to, you know, a punctured eye, you know, things that are bad. Um, punctured eye, stromal abscesses where they have an actually abscess in the, in the interior of the eye. Um, sudden blindness uh, it, it's it's amazing um how many problems horses can have with their eyes um uh, there can be it, it can, uh, eye eye issues can manifest themselves from actual physical trauma probably the most common to metabolic issues that that the horse deals with to genetic issues that the horse deals with um they can all manifest themselves in different things that we see with problems with the eyes if you see your horse holding its eye closed, not holding it open. It is not winking at it you. It is not winking, <laughs> and it is an issue. It needs to be seen by a veterinarian probably within the next 24 hours. It's not necessarily an emergency, obviously, unless there's a stick sticking in it or something like that, or it looks particularly bad. Um, but 
you uh, eye issues can go to heck in a handbasket. Hand so um, you need to be seen. You need to get on top of it. The sooner you get on top of it, the better um, better your your chances of a good outcome. Now, is your is your first recommended step is maybe a good clean cloth and wipe it, and first of all, to see what's going on. If you can, yeah. I mean, some of them can be cooperate. Very, yeah, some of them can be very painful, and they won't let you touch their eye. Uh, and then, obviously, you know something bad is going on. But certainly, if you can clean the area with a with a wet washcloth or whatever, and use some you know uh, eye wash solution that you might even have at home and try to um, get a better idea of what's going on so that you can tell your veterinarian, hey, this is what I see, that all that information is useful. And so certainly if, if you can do that, that's a great place to start. And usually when you, um, when you have an issue and you're trying to figure out what's going on, obviously you've got the veterinarian come. Uh, how does the veterinarian discover what it is, like whether it's an ulcer or not or... Well, we try to do a thorough exam as we can. Um, typically, you know, your, your regular house, you know, farm call veterinarian is not an ophthalmologist, but we have enough in, you know, enough knowledge to say, hey, I don't know what this is, what's going on. I need to refer this to an ophthalmologist. But typically we can do a, a pretty thorough exam on the eye, even just with a bright light. I typically just use my cell phone light. Um, I don't necessarily have an ophthalmoscope, though some veterinarians may have an ophthalmoscope. If you do a good, good physical exam or exam of the eye, um, just visually, number one, number two, I t generally put a stain on the cornea, so that'll, that'll give you some indications. Are there some lesions there that you might not be able to see with the naked eye? And then you just kind of go from there. You take how painful is this horse. Um, a lot of things you can see. You can see cataracts. You can see stromal abscesses. You can see ulcers if you stain them. Um, certainly, and if, you, if the horse is just irritated and there's no stain uptake, then you say, okay, it's probably conjunctivitis. Or... Um, if this tends to, if there's no swelling around the conjunctiva, then you think, um, is there some kind of other inflammation that's going on in the eye, um, like moon blindness or something like that? Um, so um, typically, um, um, we can we can gain a lot of information from doing just a just a general physical you know physical exam on the eye with the with the staining and, and that sort of thing. Probably 95% of them I can treat at home. Um, with with meds that that uh, we we can provide from the truck, eyes can be labor intensive. Um, typically, we end up having to treat these horses four to six times a day, and that goes through the night typically. So, um, if you have a bad issue and and you need to put a catheter in the eye, those horses are being treated throughout the night. So, sleep for the owner can be at a premium. Yes. Um, and, and and so um, that's why I say get on them early, don't just, eh, he'll be okay tomorrow, that kind of thing, um, because uh, your, your chances are, are much better and, and a better outcome if you jump on these things sooner rather than later. Now, sometimes we unfortunately see one-eyed horses. At what point would a horse need to lose its eye if there was a problem, and what would cause that? Well, I mean, you, it can be caused by trauma, an ulcer that you just can't, can't get, you know, I mean, sometimes we lose the battle. It doesn't matter. Um, an ulcer, uh, a stromal abscess. I mean, I tell people at, when I get a stromal abscess, which is an abscess in the stromal layer of the eye, there's layers of the eye, 
it's 50% chance that you save the vision and the eyeball right out the bat. So that's the best percentage you have. Um, So uh, if you can't control the pain, if you can't control the the problem or get the problem better, then enucleation is is a viable option. Horses uh, typically deal well with enucleation. just because of their eyes, they can see, you know, fairly far over in front of them with the with the good eye. Um, so, so that's that's good. I mean, it, it it is a bit of a cosmetic defect that people don't necessarily like, and I totally understand that. But it's better than um, a painful horse and and one that's truly suffering uh, when when you can help that out. And we've certainly seen very successful sport horses in all sports that have lost an eye and still been, look at good old Patch, who did so well in the racing world. That's right. That's right. I mean, uh, the the only sport that I know of that can't compete with two eyes is polo. Um, Polo horses need to have both their eyes. Um, But pretty much dressage, jumping, racing, um, I I can't think, reining, any of those, any of those horses can do uh, uh, just fine with one eye and be very successful. So, um, you know, it's not necessarily the end of any career or anything like that unless you're a polo horse. Now, this is a uh, beautiful place to be here in Ocala. We love Marion County, but we do have a lot of sand. And in the summer and even sometimes in the winter, we have a lot of flies. So I'm sure that plays into us having maybe more eye problems than, for example, in England, I don't remember growing up having any eye problems. Yeah, Florida's a petri dish for possible (laughs) eye problems. So we have lots of flies which irritate the eyes and the horses then rubbing their eyes. We also live in the subtropical climate where molds and fungus and things like that love to grow, which can get in the eyes and cause all kinds of problems. And then we have sand and, and, and that sort of thing. So certainly there are a lot of um, possible insults in this climate um, um, to eyes and that is probably part of the reason why we uh, we we see so many problems but fungal issues are a big issue Um, those are hard to control Uh, they get a hold of an eye Um, it's it's very hard very hard to get a control of those to treat those and 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 get a positive outcome right absolutely and then the four to six times a day that can be tough but you, that's important, right? Absolutely. It is, it is important because, and it is hard, it's very hard to have compliance. So if, if you're an owner and you have somebody that can, that can help you, that's awesome. We do have places that take layups that, you know, you can pay somebody to do that, which, you that know. Might that might be that, the easy way. That's, that's <laughs> definitely a good option uh, for a lot of people, and, and, and they're, they're thankful for that. But um, it's important to have those medications in at the proper at the proper times with the proper um, uh, wow. distance in between. Yeah. Got it. Thank you, Dr. Adam Kayot. Talking about eyes, it's definitely a horse problem. Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care, and our broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Piranha. TT Distributors and Midnight Rose Equestrian. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all natural, non medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. 
you're tired of the rigors of keeping your horse's water troughs clean and free of algae, you need the Drinking Post Waterer, an automatic waterer for horses, livestock and cattle. Field tested for over 40 years, the Drinking Post Waterer is the gold standard of non-electric automatic waterers. Check them out on Facebook or find them on the web at dpwaterer.com. <laughs> show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Back on the horse talk show presented by Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our TV broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton, host and executive producer of the horse talk show in the studio in downtown Ocala, the horse capital of the world. I have a very special guest in the studio with us today, Letitia Glenn. Letitia, Thank you so much for joining us. It's such an honor to have you and all of our goodies here to look at while we're, uh, while we're doing the show today. I want to thank you for a lovely ride just a couple of weeks ago. You took oh, me on, on your amazing, uh, wonderful Flash, who is such a dear and such a sweetheart. And, and for sharing your story uh, with us for the equine section of the Ocala magazine, which turned out uh, beautiful. But if you didn't read that, Letitia's going to kind of give us a little rundown of uh, her horse life. Tell us how you kind of got involved in horses in the first place. Well, first of all, I'm honored to be here, Louisa. You, you see a lot in and around this town and around the world. I and do. I'm intrigued that you're intrigued by, <laughs> by my mission. That's right. My mission. My team and I are absolutely passionate about doing all we can, now that we've done the research we have and developed the tools and methodologies we have, doing all we ha can to help people understand how they can keep their horses more comfortable under saddle, easier than they thought, um, but first they need to recognize what it is their horses might be telling them about their experience. And your question was, how did I get involved in this? Um, 
I guess it started when I read Walter Farley's The Black Stallion in the third grade. <laughs> I can remember I can remember the wallpaper on my grandmother's cottage. I can remember devouring every page and I got hooked in the heart with the idea of having a horse. And I I um, had a chance to ride other people's horses along the way but never had a chance to have one in my life that was mine till I was 47 years old. And um, Someone gave me a Pasafino stallion, two-year-old, and I thought, oh, I can, I can train dogs pretty well. This ought to be easy. <laughs> and I didn't die. He was gelded soon after. But um, I just loved everything about just being close to a horse. And a couple of years later, met some, um, some people who helped me realize that I didn't quite know as much as I thought I did about how to look at things from the horse's point of view. And that was Pat and Linda Pirelli, whose work we discovered when we were in Germany, my husband and I. Um, and we were amazed by what they were doing over there. And then coming back here to the United States, and they built their first center out in Colorado and stayed with us while they were looking for some property. And we became more and more intrigued about the concept of looking at things from the horse's point of view. And one day Linda said to me in, a, in the year 2000, you know, saddles are torture devices. And I thought, well, not mine. I hauled my horse over three mountain passes to get his backs measured by the best in the business to have the trees made for his saddle and my husband's horse saddle. And, um, and we knew the best saddle makers in the world um, I won't bother with the story why, but we had the finest saddles that could be made. But when Linda said that, it struck me and I noticed that my horse was not able to travel while he was carrying even just the saddle, let alone me. He wasn't able to travel obviously as comfortably as he was when he was in the pasture playing by himself. And I just got fascinated with it and I wondered what, what, could, we, what could we do to make it better for him and then that, it just snowballed. And, and with Linda um, Pirelli and Pat, we started working with um, saddle makers when we couldn't find saddles that, that welcomed the horse's body in, in motion. Because when a horse is standing and the back is down, it's, it's down horizontally and it's down, um, the slopes off the spine are different than from the moment they take their first step. Well, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned Linda Pirelli because I have so much respect um, for Linda. I think she's an amazing, um, amazing horsewoman yes, and an amazing person. But to, to, to think that she said back then, saddles and torture devices mm -hmm. is a kind of a big eye opener. Because when I think of when I was a little girl growing up in England, mm -hmm. it didn't matter whether I was on this pony or this horse or one in between, that same saddle that I rode went from pony to pony to horse because it fit me, but we didn't think, what's it doing? Because we, we didn't have options. It was, they, they were all pretty much the same. You know, yeah, there were ones yeah. that were more expensive, but they weren't necessarily more comfortable. So I can remember thinking this saddle doesn't look very comfortable. It mm -hmm. wasn't even comfortable really for me, but it, but I, you know, it fit me. So I, I, when I think of somebody like Linda Pirelli with all of her influence and knowledge saying that back then about saddles, it's, that has to have been a big eye-opener, like, wow, 
you know, what can, if Linda Pirelli doesn't have yep. the answer immediately to that, then who does, you know, really? <laughs> I, I could not believe it. I, I, and who knows why we get hooked deeply in the heart and begin a path, but it, it became my, my path and my life's mission really quite quickly, and that was over 20 years ago. Um, and with Linda, I, I learned to observe all the little things that horses were communicating. Um, it's obvious when you when you see when you see the expression on their faces, or you start to notice tension along the top line, and um, inefficient biomechanics in so many ways. Choppy strides, a, a ride that's rougher than it needs to be, hind ends that are strung out, so much weight on the forehand, just inverted posture and stiff, tense way of going. Compared to compared to when you have saddle equipment that welcomes that lifting and expanding. It's more like a hug of an equipment. And then, and then the rider can really be in harmony. Right. With but when you like think it. about horses in the wild, in, in nature, and they're just able to move completely freely and run across the plains and up the mountains, and they don't have anything on them mm -hmm. or around them, and they're able to run completely comfortably and as long as they're sound obviously they're able to move but when you start to think about what we add when we add just even when you go back to um, Native Americans um, who rode the horses without mm -hmm. a saddle and you even think about that is as a you know obviously more comfortable than our old-fashioned tack for sure yeah. but but when you think about that and then we take them to another level we begin to tack them up and put extra things which have to somewhat um, reduce their ability to move naturally. So what I was so fascinated by when I came to write the story for Ocala Magazine about mm -hmm. you was your tagline, um, the way so that horses can move the way nature intended and that was kind of how I, the yeah. story was because to me the closer we can get back to what horses were able to do when they ran without us on their backs yeah. has to be better, right? Oh, the, the equipment plays the part. Of course, we as riders have a responsibility to help balance ourselves independently so that the horse doesn't have to recalibrate himself every time he takes a, spe a, a step, even in comfortable equipment. If, if a rider doesn't do his or her part, it makes it hard for the horse. But yeah, these are animals who certainly feel a fly on a hair in a windstorm. Mm -hmm. How could we not think about how impactful it would be to strap a trap on, whoopsie daisy, <laughs> strap a trap on their back rather than right. strap a, a hug of a, um, a hug. A hug. Yeah. Yes, to a feel hug. hugged. Yeah. That sound was that we have to wrap up this segment, but we're going to have Letitia with us for the next two. So we're going to talk a little bit more and we're going to share some of this uh, with you when we return on the Horse Talk Show. Stay with us. Current equine microchips can migrate by up to 30%, causing difficulty when scanning. With over 70 years of collective horse industry experience, Lipchip offers a new, more effective method of microchipping, partnering with veterinarians and technology experts to ensure humane and practical microchipping. Lipchip was built by horsemen for horsemen. Nowadays, the performance horse industry is in need of both integrity and transparency. Lipchip is the future of horse microchipping, with cutting-edge technology functional for every discipline. Find Lipchip on social media and for more information, lipchipllc.com. The future is here. The future is Lipchip.
This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage, and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages, and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. family has been farming hay in Idaho for generations with a mission to always provide high quality hay products at a fair and reasonable price. Larson Hay loves to meet new customers while always honoring the ones they already have. Find Larson Hay on the web at larsonhay.com, like them on Facebook and definitely visit one of their locations. Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa, and our television broadcast sponsor. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Back in the saddle again. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton. You're fab, you're switched on, you're a bit of all right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Back on the second half of the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our TV broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with Letitia Glenn and we have been talking a little bit of her background kind of how she got involved in the horse world later in life, loved horses her whole life, got involved later in life and met the Pirellis through, uh, through a visit they had to Colorado or Germany actually originally, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And um, kind of how they encouraged her on her path to uh, being so passionate about how comfortable horses are 
while um, under attack. And having been out to her farm and visited um, and really kind of learned some of the background of all of this, it makes sense to me as a lifelong horse owner that a lot of times I think we fit saddles to people. I worked in a tech store for years mm -hmm. where I fit saddles for people. And um, even how we fit saddles when the horse is standing still. But what about when the horse starts moving? And, and that was the interesting part yeah. that you shared, very interesting part you shared with me out at the farm, looking kind of at the, at the bone structure of horses. Mm -hmm. Can you share a little bit well, with us? The bone structure of horses, what, what we began to realize is that just as you would actually, if you had a book in your backpack that was bothering you, you would contort yourself to get out of the way of the, the pressure and discomfort of it. And when you contort yourself in one area of your body, you're going to be throwing something out in the other. For instance, if a horse is pinched in the shoulders, one shoulder more than the other, say it's the left, his right hind will suffer more than the left hind, and things become out of balance, and the skeleton itself actually can get rearranged. All these bones are connected with soft tissue, right? Right. And the primary bone we learned <laughs> to pay real attention to that we can see I'm passionate now about helping people <laughs> understand how easy it is to just protect shoulder range of motion of your horse and what a difference it makes. Our, we have not only saddles that have become part of our, our, um, our mission equipment and we have over 10,000 saddles out there in service which is something I'm very proud of wow, after 20 amazing. years but but it's the interface it's the pad and shims that people can manage far less expensively that help keep any saddle more comfortable than it would be um, because you take care of preserving this is a scapula of a little short horse but, but most Big Dutch warm bloods and whatnot would have a scapula much that bigger. much longer with a moon of cartilage on the end of it, which you so often gets squeezed and pinched and trapped. Um, when the horse reaches forward, the scapula must swing back, and it must swing. We don't have the saddles convenient here. It must <laughs> swing deep underneath the saddle. But most saddles lock down behind it while the horse is standing, so this action doesn't happen and when this doesn't happen everything else begins to go wrong that is so true so, and and actually i i think we, we've got some great graphics um of yours that we can share if you're joining us on, on tv or facebook yeah. um that we can uh, we can actually share with you here um this is a primary responsibility of any rider know where the back edge of your horse's scapula is while he's standing feel it with your fingertips and then lift the leg and feel the bulge that happens and know where that the back end of that bulge is because that's the back end of the scapula while your horse is in motion. Wow. If you don't lift pressure off of that action, you're causing your horse discomfort without realizing it. Now, now here's a horse who's trapped by his equipment. Clearly, without even knowing much, you can see that. See mm -hmm. how inverted he is? See mm -hmm. how much he's pounding on the forehand? His fetlocks are almost all the way down into the dirt. That poor little horse, his head and neck look very short. They're up high. His ears are not happy, clearly. The tail head is very, very high. I was going to say, high. the tail is very unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> you can see the tension in his, in his body and along his top line. And his underline is pulling him along. That's not the way a horse is mm. made to travel No, in not nature. comfortable at all. We changed equipment. Literally, this, this woman who had ridden that horse for 
thousands of miles on endurance races and whatnot in that other equipment. Luckily was curious to come and test ride one of our saddles. And so after watching her go around and I took that picture of the tense horse, um, we put our equipment on her and literally this is the first trip mm -hmm. around the arena and you can see the moment she walked off, the, I, I encouraged her of course to go off in a loose rein. Don't hold tight and worry about him running off like you normally have to worry about because he's so uncomfortable in his other equipment. He tried to ri run out from under it most right. of the time. So anyway, on a loose rein, the horse immediately drops its head, rounds its top line, breathed a big sigh, <laughs> and went off looking much more rhythmic, longer strided, softer footfalls. I tell you, it makes me cry every time. It really does. I, um, I'm not surprised. Look, I, how, it's like a different horse. I, I, I wouldn't even know it's the same horse if you didn't tell me he's uh, got a totally different that's one attitude and mindset to. You wouldn't believe it un unless you've experienced it yourself. And I'm thrilled to share that experience with people I love doing it's saddle amazing. makeovers. And, um, and here in the Ocala area, I'm just if, if anyone comes to spend time with me, I don't even charge you. I just I want you to feel it. Mm -hmm. I want you. I want to see the big brown soft eye of your horse in comfort. That's a, this is a, a picture I found that that kind of shows you the bulge of muscle as the horse reaches his leg forward. And you can imagine if the saddle prevented that, how uncomfortable that would be. But how everything else happens that be so uh, so damaging over time. Yeah, and you know what I said in the in the prior segment, just so important when you think about how all this goes against how they move naturally. Yeah. So you've got to make them as comfortable as possible. Yeah. So I try to help people um, understand just some basic things to to assess whether or not a horse is not comfortable. If their head is held high and nodding up, if they're under tracking and their hind end is stretched out behind. We have a whole long list. And by the way, we have free saddle fit evaluations on our website, contoursaddlery.com. There's an example of a horse that over time has carried riders in equipment that didn't let him move naturally. Mm. You see how his head and neck look short, yes. his under neck looks a little bulgy, whether his, where his top line looks too skinny, he's got a hole behind the scapula there mm -hmm. um, because that muscle couldn't develop because the scapula couldn't swing back. Right. The hips are too angled rather than nice and round and rumpy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's a quarter horse right there, you'd never know it. <laughs> you wouldn't, bless him. <laughs> and that horse oh, will eventually break down mm -hmm. if he's not um, refit, at least with a good pad and shim interface with his saddle to help him take pressure off where there shouldn't be pressure. Yeah, that guy <laughs> and needs get his some, weight on his some relief, more. yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, so interestingly, having ridden a gated horse for years myself, mm -hmm. I cannot tell you how much the shoulder movement mattered to him mm -hmm. because as a Tennessee walker, he mm -hmm. actually had a very large, long stride. Exactly. And, and, and he actually had a lot of range of motion more than any quarter horse I ever rode. Yeah. And a different saddle could make him lame. Yes. Because he was unable to compensate in the front for mm -hmm. the back. And so he would actually go lame in the back because if he wasn't able to move that shoulder out. So for me, I can... I can clearly remember what changing to a new saddle that yeah. didn't fit him properly would do. So I can 
more than relate to to that seeing that so that uh, means that we only have less than a minute um, but fortunately we have Letitia with us for one more segment so we're going to um, cover a little bit more on the saddles and a little bit more on the pads and we'll be back with you on the horse talk show in just a minute Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet, and broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Equine Therapy International, Nirvana Medical Spa, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, Summit Joint Performance, and Equigreen. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. Nirvana, Ocala's premier medical spa, is leading the way in great skin with all the newest in treatment options, offering prejuvenation for younger clients and rejuvenation for all ages. Nirvana knows you want to look your very best, but we've all seen people with the telltale signs of too much work. We want you to look like you, just better, brighter and younger, with all the newest and best in technology and all in the most beautiful surroundings. Like Nirvana Medical Spa on Facebook and find them on the web at nirvanamedicalspa.com. Become a better, brighter and younger you. Piranha, your trusted leader in insect control for 50 years. The official fly spray for World Equestrian Center. From the strongest water-based equine spray in the blue bottle to the familiar and long-time favorite in the yellow bottle. Wipe and spray, we've got you covered. If you're looking for effective plant-based fly spray, then look for our zero bite in the green bottle. Check us out online at piranhainc.com. That's P-Y-R-A-N-H-A, piranhainc.com, to learn more about Piranha's entire family of products. Piranha, it works. My name is Dr. Natalie Solomon. I formulated Equigreen with cutting-edge science and technology alongside the passion that is represented by a lifelong love of horses. I created a product that I would trust for my horses because they deserve nothing but the best for their bodies. Horses rely on us to take care of them, to love them, to respect them. This is how Equigreen came to life. Equigreen, CBD for your horse that you can trust. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Back on the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio. We have been chatting to Letitia Glenn and we've been talking about making horses comfortable under tack and how important that is to performance, overall wellness for your horse. And we truly love our horses and you can truly see Letitia's passion um, to do this. So um, we are, we're actually gonna show you a video, I believe, that is coming right up here. Um, if you're watching on television, you can uh, see this or on Facebook. Uh, just we're gonna talk um, a little bit about the difference of a horse still and in motion. Right, uh, so often traditional 
saddle makers will build a saddle to fit a horse's profile. Here I am with this Andalusian here, you can see he has quite the slung back. Mm -hmm. But when I tickle his belly, you can see how high he's capable of mm -hmm. coming up. So if you build a saddle that fits that curve, there's no way when he moves that he's going to be able to power up under a dressage rider mm -hmm. or something. Um, there'd be no room. The, the saddle would block it. So with our saddles, we build them a bit flatter. We never build them to fit the horse's sloping shoulder. Um, you, you want them larger than the sloping shoulder. It doesn't even need to be the angle of the shoulder, but boy, that's a that's fighting tradition. And until you try <laughs> try our system, you wouldn't believe that. But you, you, this, this hug has to happen to the body that happens when they move, okay? And in addition to the saddle itself, we have a lot of uh, interface tools. This is one we've developed. This one sucks in its own air. These are miniature camping mattresses. These are our air pads. These are just a brilliant piece of auto-dynamic, auto-adjusting equipment. But uh, say on this saddle pad, for instance, we would, um, we would make sure we know where the scapula is going to swing under the front of the saddle. Mm -hmm. And inside these pockets, we would put say a shim like this, mm -hmm. which is, people say shims like it's a bad thing. <laughs> I'm telling you, shims are, are magical tools. Our particular shims are very, very special foam. They have just the right amount of support and squish, we say. They are tapered, so they transition along your horse's body. So if you had a shoulder shim like this, you can imagine how that would lift pressure off. Where's that camera? Mm -hmm. Lift pressure off this action by just a little bit, and it makes a tremendous, tremendous difference. Tremendous difference. Yeah, and then yes. if you need to rebalance the rider's seat, if that lifts your saddle up a little too far, then we have, we have shims that would fit the rear to, re to do that. There we go. We have three different shapes in these molds and they all they all kind of feather together and uh, taper they overlap and don't have ridges it's not like yeah, normal they shims. feel really and nice they, and they, they uh, do they're, they're light and they they squish just enough but they support just enough and it's that's all it takes to lift pressure off the working action or support where your horse might have uh, your saddle might have a little rock in it because the saddle maker has built it to fit the curve and the horse wants to come up flat so if you use these as wedges to mitigate that curve, it'll make a tremendous difference for your horse. But we have free um, saddle fit evaluations on ContourSaddlery.com, so you could send us pictures and we could offer you advice about how to make sure your equipment is fitting well. And if you care to take a test ride and know what true magic is, we're available for that. <laughs> but, but I really, our mission is to make the world a better place for horses by empowering riders to know that it's really quite simple to take care of some basic needs. So aside from having the most beautiful saddles in the world we, we and do. having 10,000 saddles out yeah. there um, being, being loved and horses loving uh, being ridden with them, aside from that, if you have a saddle already that you really love mm -hmm. and you fit it really well and you don't want to buy a new saddle right now and maybe you're not maybe you only just bought a saddle and now you see the right. show and you go oh i wish i'd bought one of her saddles instead it's not the end of the world no because you've got the pads and you've got the shims to solve the problem even if you love your saddle and your horse doesn't right 
Some people take the shims and put a piece of Velcro on them and use it on their, their traditional pads and until they try some of this other equipment to know that it can take it to the next level. That's better than nothing. Right. So, so do it and we'll give you free advice to, to know how to do it. We want people to feel empowered that it is easy. Um, I'm really excited to tell you, I don't know if I've told you, that Ty Murray, who, is, um, who rides our saddles and tells me quite regularly, he thinks it's the finest saddle he's ever ridden in his <laughs> life, and that this interface system is brilliant, and I say, you're a cowboy and you're taking time to do shims. He said, yes, I don't know why everyone isn't. I, I guess it's their horses that are hurting, not them, and that's why they're not right. taking the time. But he, he loves it, and, and he has invited me to come out and present at the, the, you did tell me that. That's so you that? exciting. Yes. At the Montana Horsemanship Center. It's in coordination with the University of Montana, or Mont Montana University, and they offer Bachelor of Science degrees in natural horsemanship. And they're having a big symposium and film festival there, and Buck Brannaman will be a speaker, and Dr. Robert Miller, and Ty Murray, and who's who of horsedom, and me. And you. How <laughs> really, exciting. Because... Um, because it was actually Ty who invited. He said, "I I want you to to help them realize that changing the world is what we must do." Well, that's horses. incredible to get endorsements from like Ty Murray. That's going to be real exciting, and the Pirellis, of course, as well. And and your beautiful saddles, the Western. Um, this this I love with the little. That's heart. our new hard horse saddle. Everyone has a hard horse, that's right? That's right. You no. rode mine. I was proud <laughs> I to, to watch you riding my hard horse. I loved flat. And I you think you can order different colors on your heart. That's a nice that's little brilliant. Time. But that's that's a brilliant feeling saddle. That's yes. a new a new prototype. You have to ride it next time. Yes, lovely, beautiful, comfortable saddle. So yeah. so as I said, you can certainly. Um, buy these saddles, um, and they're and they're gorgeous, and they're comfortable for you and the horse. But Test if, if you're one. not, <laughs> yeah. you've you've got options of, of pads. So oh. oh, and yes, I love this. This is going to be our front. new office here in Ocala, and and you'll be able to test ride saddles right here in Ocala. And um, right there really in the good excited. Apple Plaza there on yeah, on and we have Road. A, we have a store in Montana in Ennis, Montana. Um, Gretchen Furlong runs that store out there. Gretchen Furlong, isn't that a great name? It's a great name. For a, a gal <laughs> with fantastic. me in the saddle. And then we have a special <laughs> discount for Horse Talk Show listeners. We do. Um, if you remember the code, Horse Talk Show, you'll be able to go on our website and anything you order using that code will be a 5% discount to you nice. and so that's a new system we've been able to do with our website for a very few special people and so I thought you ought to be one of them so so I think that's just amazing show. horse talk show for a discount when you check there. out on, yes. the, on the website and your your new store will be open when do you have a date in September perfect <laughs> yeah so you'll be able to actually meet Letitia in person go Please by visit come. sit in some saddles um, and uh, and ask all sorts of questions which is absolutely wonderful i love okay. that not only are your products exceptional um and not only your saddles are beautiful um but your passion and obviously your love for the horse and and mm. putting the horse's comfort first because i think so often the the attitude and the performance is affected so much by by the tack and if the horse isn't comfortable you're not going to get the most out of your horse at all and people don't know People don't know when they're not comfortable. That, and that's what I want to um, heighten awareness about. There's a lot of education material on our Contour Saddlery website. If you go down through the 
why rethink saddle fit. Yeah, maybe, so maybe you could learn something. And if you if you know you have a fit problem, let us know. Um, maybe we can help. I know we can help you. Not maybe. I know. So I, I am sure. so confident we can help you. And it's a thrill. It's what I. It's the joy of my life. It is. Leticia Glenn, it's such an honor to have you with us. Thank you, Lisa. We have to close this segment out. Please find her on all her social media outlets and check out her website. She is a miracle worker, no doubt. We'll be back with Matt Palmer in just a minute. Stay with us. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet, and broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Equine Therapy International, Nirvana Medical Spa, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, Summit Joint Performance, and Equigreen. Hi, I'm Alan Davies with Equine Therapy International. Today we're at Engineered Equine Performance celebrating the new saltwater chilled treadmill. This particular chilled equine saltwater treadmill is a game changer. As you can see, the finest materials are used, the filtration system, coarse, fine filtration, no chemicals. We use UV, ozone, combination of filtration to keep the highest water chemistry standards. Being a saltwater unit, only the finest stainless steel and materials are used. That's important when it comes to longevity and cost of service over the life of the unit. This unit also has integrated massage jets with fine bubbles and coarse air bubbles for the therapy. The control system on this is Siemens industrial grade, top of the line technology, straight from Germany, but also serviceable here in the US. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage, and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages, and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. Maria Lacasse of Midnight Rose Equestrian's background is in natural horsemanship and dressage principles with a main focus on maintaining a balance of communication and correct biomechanics between horse and rider. Come to her farm or she'll come to yours. Allow Maria to help you and your horse to unwind and balance to increase performance so that you can both be the best you can be together to build a lifelong partnership of success. Maria Lacasse of Midnight Rose Equestrian is a graduate of the Equine Natural Movement School for Equine Structural Integration and a Florida School of Massage graduate. Find Midnight Rose Equestrian on social media and on the web at midnightroseequestrian.com and book your massage for your horse and you right away. Hey, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show.
The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show here at the World Equestrian Center today for the North American Reigning Stakes. And we have the pleasure of chatting to Matt Palmer from Palmer Performance Horses in New York. Uh, lots of wins to your name. Pretty impressive in the top 20 professional uh, NRHA for reigning. Pretty, pretty amazing qualifications. And um, one of the things that I want to start by asking you for many of our listeners who don't know a lot about reigning is just to tell us about the sport of reigning and why you love it and what drew you to it. Oh, wow. Reigning. It's, uh, it's a sport that you have to be one with your horse so much. Um, but then it has that dynamic feel of when, you know, like when we're running our large fast circles and they have to stay in between our hands and legs and be so willfully guided where we can't move our hand at all. And then to be able to come down in such a slow lope and then the crowd erupts and that horse staying underneath you to, to our turnarounds, you know, that dynamic turn and you hit it right on and you can feel the building shake underneath you and that horse stands still just everything that goes into the preparation to running down and stopping and you run down and you stop and that thing can slide 40 feet and you, and we roll back and when the crowd erupts and how all that practice that you do at home makes those five, four minutes that you're in there, when that ride goes perfect, there's nothing like it to be one with an animal that had its own mind, its own way of thinking. And you two, just go together and blend for this this four minutes that you're in there it's an incredible feeling and I think that's what's got me so addicted to it tell us a little bit about um, one of the things I read on your website that I was really impressed by is how serious you are about the safety of the horse the well-being of the horse and the longevity of the horse in this career obviously to a a non-rainer watching them horse in action might be concerning. Yeah. So can you speak to that a little bit for those that, that might be concerned? Yes. You know, I put it in, in terms like this. Um, I think the reigning horse is equivalent to the new NFL football player. So look at all the safety protocols NFL does to protect our athletes. Well, the same thing goes for us. The reason that we're doing this, the reason that we're even in this sport in reigning was what was the number one thing? Why? Because we love horses. We, we just love being around horses and love working with horses. So now that we're asking them to do uh, a sport that they're, yes, they're very physically capable of doing because of how we have them bred and things that we've done, um, now the care goes into it. So the care is such a big thing, I think, for us to take care of them because they give so much of what we ask them to do and how physically gifted these animals are but it does put you know it, it puts work on them so the more that i think that we can take care of them and make them feel good i feel they reciprocate that and uh, i think that's what is the start of being a very good horseman as we call it now when you start out teaching uh, a young new rider is one of the toughest things that you face is that lead changes yes because that's a mechanical you know a lot of times when we turn around you can stick, you know, I, I have a couple of football players that come ride with me, NFL football players back home and they're, they, they can sit to a horse and they rode, but you know, like the turnaround, you can lay the rein and the, and it just kind of turns and does it on its own. You kind of tell them the, you know, if they have to, in the very beginning, hold on to the horn and say, whoa, the horse is going to stop. But lead changes is one of those things that just like English or dressage or any of those disciplines that you have to be a little bit technical with it. 
So that probably takes the most time. And that's probably something as when we're teaching somebody the sport of reining, that's something that until they can kind of get the basics, we probably don't focus on that. So um, here's reining for dummies question here. How about dizziness? Person and horse to start with? Is well, is that a problem? <laughs> I have uh Years ago, I, you know, dizziness, I've been riding Rainers since I was five. So, I mean, you kind of got used to it. I got to start at a young age, so I didn't get to face that as some <laughs> other people have had. Um, but I actually had a horse that was, um, it was a three-year-old. And I, I swear, after, after this horse would turn more than six times, it would just get wobbly and dizzy and just kind of ready to fall down. And it was only after six turns, but um, the dizziness does come around and uh it's been there's been some comical times where uh you know somebody gets done turning at home and you think they were on a roller coaster <laughs> so yeah it's uh it's a fun part and it's in a, it's really neat to see the people get to enjoy our sport of reining like that because it really is such an amazing thing when you're riding these animals and to have that thing be so connected when you turn around like that sometimes it's it's sometimes it's mind-boggling to the outside world that these animals can do that so what do you think about this competition this week? Has it been fantastic here? Oh, my gosh. You know, uh, I literally, I just flew in last night. The facility is incredible. It took me uh, probably 20 minutes to find the stalls because of how big the place was. Um, but I just think it's amazing that we can share our sport. And, you know, I would love to go over and see the Grand Prix jumping, you know. Um, just this place, the facility, the, the people that it's brought in all over our sport, uh, I just think it's a it's a wonderful thing for this place, and hopefully there's many years of being able to do it here. Absolutely. So I'm going to read this because it's too much for me to yeah. remember. So Santa Hill Ranch is home to Palmer Performance Horses, uh, headed up, of course, by you. You're a five-time NRHA world champion, and you're in the top 20 professional run for the million, qualified two times USEF gold medalist, over 700,000 in lifetime earnings, and a rising star for sure. Do you have a bucket list <laughs> or did you accomplish it all already? Oh, no, uh, you know, I'm, I think I'm at 760 now. My goal is uh, to get to be a million dollar rider before I was, you know, before I was 40. Uh, so I'm chasing that goal this year. Um, and, uh, you know, our big dance is coming up. You know, the run for a million in Vegas is uh, it's about to happen in, in two weeks here. We leave next week for Vegas. So uh, this is really fun to be here. Um, and show at this level and do what we're doing for the amount of, they put up a great amount of money here, but, uh, yeah, this, uh, my next bucket list is this run for a million, you know, I would, uh, I, I can't wait. So it's uh, kind of what you're, what you're working for. So I'm really looking forward to that. That's amazing. Last question. Shout out for family and team. Oh my gosh. I wouldn't be here without, uh, my wife, my mom, uh, Santa Hill, Bob and Arlene, the whole Palmer performance horses crew. I have an amazing, amazing group of customers. I am so blessed to have the people I have behind me. So without the folks behind you, you're nowhere. So you know what? I'm the last piece of the puzzle that gets to, you know, get to do all these fun things is sitting here with you. But really, it's all the people behind me. So all the people behind me know who they are, and uh, I wouldn't be here without them. So I'm truly blessed. Phenomenal. Well, we wish you the very best in Vegas. That's very exciting. We'll be we'll be following you. We'll say we know that guy when you win. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, we hopefully we don't let him down. It's uh, it's definitely a, a a a moment that I'll never forget, and I hope I can soak the whole thing in. So it should be fun. Wonderful. Thank you so much. You're welcome. 
That's Matt Palmer, Palmer Performance Horses. We wish him the very best. We're here at World Equestrian Centre. And uh, I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television. That was uh, Matt Palmer. Thank you very much to Shannon Rafus and the Rafus family for inviting us out to the North American Reigning Stakes. I'm having a chance to chat to some top people in the reigning world. It was really wonderful. So thank you for that. We're actually at the end of the show. It flew by. Letitia Glenn, wow, you um, got us all mind boggled. It's amazing. It's, uh, it's phenomenal. And I'm so happy that your passion for horses has made such a difference in the world. Thank you for including me, and I look forward to riding with you again. And Very everybody soon. take care of your horse's shoulder. That's a big step. Yes, that's also huge. That's huge. Don't forget, are. the Hobby Horse Equestrian Games have that on your calendar at the Florida Horse Park on October 22nd from 10 to 4. Free admission for all ages. That's going to be a lot of fun with a wonderful horse parade. Vendor Village, you get to try all the equestrian sports from the safety of a stick horse. Don't forget the Horse Talk Show discount code for Letitia for her anything that you that you purchase online and whether you're in Ocala marrying Captain, the horse capital of the world or not happy horsing around till the same time next week